the Opaka Gallery, which is on the Sage campus in Albany, New York. And that is my old stomping ground, when it was the Sage Junior College. And that uh, was about 1995, a young me. And it's so nice to go to the campus now and see this beautiful gallery and that gallery, the Alpaca Gallery, is killing it. Uh, Judy and Amy are nailing it one show after another, and that's no small feat. And that success continues with Judith Braun's show. And as I entered the gallery, the show just kind of lured me in so softly and then slapped me in the face. But it was a good slap. And it was so nice to sit down with Judith at the gallery and discuss her show and process and life. And I'm going to admit to going into this interview that I was a little nervous because after looking at her work, I think like the few days before, um, I felt uh, really unqualified to talk to her. And if I said the wrong thing, I was going to get maybe punched in the face. I'm not sure why. Um, I've never had that fear before. And the whole self-doubt thing, of course... Before every interview, I feel like I have nothing to say uh, or to ask or I'm just, I shouldn't be there. But I never had that idea of a fear of violence. I don't, I don't know what happened. Um, anyway, as you're going to hear, I am not punched in the face, but maybe I should have been. Um, I kind of wish I was. It would have been a good uh, podcast first. But in all honesty, uh, this could be one of my favorite conversations. And uh, Judith, she spun my head around a few times. She's fascinating. Her work's amazing. We talked about her process, her thoughts, you know, so all those anxieties and fears of making work and deciding where it should go. And we even snuck in a little tarot. But most importantly, we ended up talking about was symmetry, abstraction, and the carbon medium. Judith's three guidelines. And those rules have been floating around in my head 
for a bit now. And they've made their way into this month's musical selection. Uh, which my daughter said was weird. But anyway, uh, thinking about symmetry, abstraction, and the carbon medium. And the fun question to ask is, as a carbon-based life form, wouldn't the human voice be the sound of carbon. And I don't know. Uh, And I don't really have an answer. And not that there's supposed to be an answer. And that's the fun part. But anyway, go see My Pleasure.
Uh, so, well, first off, thank you so much for coming in. And I know you were busy because um, today's the opening or tonight, yeah. right? I w- yes, it is. I was busy up until last night. And oh, yeah. today I'm I'm not I'm only seeing you. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I have an open. Were day. you you weren't here working or doing anything? Were um, you? Yesterday or? I you came were. in and added a piece, that that small piece that's um, against that beam there. Oh, okay. There was wow. The wall was blank, and uh-huh. that beam comes across that that bar, and um, it seemed like. It was sort of an, a, a sore spot to me. I kept going to it. And uh-huh. I thought if I put something there, then I won't feel like I'm trying to pretend it's not there. Right. Yeah. But I'll yeah. just sort of incorporate it like yeah. into the show. So I came over yesterday morning. Okay. I had this idea during the night. I've got to put something there. And okay. I had something that kind of occurred to me that I had. That little that was spot just was, right. was bothering you. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I see. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually... The way that I think it's a common thing in mm-hmm. general, like say I'm making a painting or right. making anything, there has to be no spot that you go to that's bothering you. Because uh, that'll yes. be kind of, it'll pull all the energy towards it. Yeah. So once there's no sort of source spots, I mean, you can't say something's perfect, but it doesn't right. have that sort of negative pulse. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I, I, I just... um I, I teach at Hudson Valley Community College and mm-hmm. we just had a, a faculty show and I, I put in like a couple of pieces, one that was like brand new and then one that was like pretty old at this point, maybe two years old. And um, I I just looked at it again and there was this like this one little area. And I was oh. like, it just wasn't, you know, I was like, I was like, I well, like a year ago, I thought this was done or two years yeah. ago. And then I was like, ah, oh, let me just touch this up before I put it oh, in. Oh, so you touched it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, it yeah. was driving me nuts. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've said, like, I, I have to love everything, you know, love is a strong word, but I, I can't just think, oh, I like it. It's all right. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you finish something, you have to really love it. I, yeah. I say you, but I, that's how I feel. Like I have to love it. And sure, it might not be the one I like the most later, but right. to put something in the show, yeah, I have to feel like you know, I'm completely at peace with that piece. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's how I feel about the show. <laughs> you're, at, you're at peace with it. Yes, that's the uh-huh. right way to put it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I could go around and say, well, you know, I have things that you critique in your mind about sure. your work. But, sure, they might be, um, but they might be like uh, maybe concepts or ideas that, you know, but like, I think what you're saying is like, if there's something there that's like, maybe visually unsettling. It's yes, more of a visually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's a visual thing. Um, or if it comes across, no, I guess it's just a visual. Yeah. yeah at that I, point it's really visual. Yeah. Um, I can, I can usually, I can agree with that. Cause I, um, I, or maybe, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we're in agreement because like, I would say like, I, I can look at work and be like, well, I was trying this idea. It didn't really quite happen. Or maybe I, I feel different about it later. Right. But I can still stand by it as like an image or something. Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily put it in the show. Maybe or I would. Or a show. <laughs> you know, it's, it was, I mean, everything is valid that you make and in some part of your, I mean, it's not like yeah. you're going to make everything you make is this perfect, you know, exactly what you envisioned or whatever. Um, but uh, it's, it's uh, like I made, there's 15 paintings in the show and I made 17. 
Uh-huh. So one of them I kept working on and thinking, you know, well, first of all, you can't really work on these, overwork these because yeah. they're black on raw canvas. Right. So it's not like if you're on gesso, on gessoed canvas, you can um, paint over, you know, yeah. put paint back in and out. Okay. So it's really the black goes on and then that's it. There's no um, the now, raw are canvas. These, yeah. So well, we're talking about this show. Some people walking through. It's okay. Uh, it's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's the show title. It yes. is my pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> my um, pleasure. <laughs> but um, so we're at the Opaco Gallery. We're sitting in the middle of it. Um, and there's these giant canvases suspended by, what, are, what would you call these? Like, um, Well, I put grommets at the top. Yeah. And so they're hanging uh, on mobile racks racks yeah yeah um, okay it's it, that i modified actually they originally well they went through lots of changes at first i was going to construct them myself the racks yeah. and then i had talked to someone about fabricating them from scratch and uh-huh. then i ended up um ordering garment racks and then modifying garment them. racks that's because i thought that's kind of what they were maybe yeah but um yeah, you know, honestly, it's not what I expected when I came up. <laughs> well, who would expect to see yeah. anything from Garmerax? <laughs> yeah, it was just an idea uh, uh-huh. that because I think when I first started picturing it this way, uh-huh. I had started making the paintings and they were big heads. They're, you know, six foot square heads. And I just couldn't picture, you know, the presentation of them being on the walls, on the wall facing in. There was something very confrontational and something about that that didn't seem right. Yeah. And that's when I thought of them as being like in the space, more like animating them, you know, as figures. Okay. Yeah. Um, And uh, I tried to just think of different ways to do that. So I thought of stable sort of um, racks. There's an art, artist, Donna Nelson. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know her name. Yeah. Um, and she's done that. And um, Vivian Suter is another artist that I had come upon while I was doing, you know, this work. And I was listening to some interviews and podcasts and stuff in the studio. And I was, re- I hadn't seen her work before. She drapes the canvases just over long rods and, yeah. and poles across the whole ceiling of the gallery. And they're all just draped and she paints, you know, in the jungles of Central America somewhere. So, okay. I mean, she has a different reason for doing right, it than right. I did. Yeah. But all of those different ways of doing it, I thought, let me see what I can come up with. Well, it and, feels uh, like way more immersive. Like when I walked in, I was like, I'm in this Oh, uh, good, good. Yeah. I. Well, it's a big space. Yeah. And <clears throat> when I first spoke with uh, Judy Gilmore and Amy Griffin about having this show, it was two and a half years ago. Oh, wow. You know, okay. so <clears throat> I wasn't making these paintings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I really had no idea, but it was a, it's a big, really beautiful space. And I, I do wall works also, like fingerprint wall drawings. And at first, <clears throat> that was what I had thought maybe I was going to do on all of the walls here. Okay. So, um, I mean, that might have been immersive also, but the way that it evolved is be- the space kind of, asks you to, you know, think about it. You can't Uh just make your work and not think about this space if you know you're going to have a show here. So I think all along I was thinking the work and the space, the work and the space, you know, how they're going to gel together. Yeah. Um, And so really these racks are a total experiment. 
Yeah. It's like, I never did it before. I'd never really seen the racks in the space until <laughs> we brought them from my studio over uh -huh. here. Um, although in the studio, I did build a table model of the of gallery, the okay. one inch to one foot. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's actually, you know, it kind of it took over half of my, my not very large studio that I, I have a bigger studio now, but, um, so I was visualizing, you know, with the table model, you can take a camera down at eye level, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and get pictures yeah, of yeah. what you think. Oh, that's funny. I'd so, love to see that. Um, there we go. You know, I, I, I did it and, and now I'm experiencing it with everybody else. Really. Yeah. I, it's not like I've ever done it before. This uh -huh. way. Okay. Well, how's it feel? So, um, well, I'm happy with it right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm at peace yeah, with yeah. the show. One yeah, of the things I found interesting when I brought them over here was when I looked up and saw the uh, beams and iron rods and stuff that are mm -hmm. in the ceiling here. Yeah. Very industrial. Yeah. Up above the walls. And I thought that it suited these industrial racks. Yeah. You know, it ties yeah, there's like them a connection. In. Yeah. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, I mean, in a, on the one hand, I have to like what I'm doing. Sure. On the other hand, you do listen to see what people feel and think mm -hmm. and say yeah. when they come in and they experience it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm open, you know, I'm, I mean, I don't want to hear people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Gee, that's a really stupid idea. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I but I'll be listening to hear what it, You know, I walked is. in, it's like really, it's really quite powerful. You know, it's like you, and I'm curious about some of these ideas, how they come together. Because you walk in, there's uh, a slight, like, I don't want to say playfulness to it, but mm -hmm. you have those cubes. And then the the very, like, the softness of the wall drawing, contrast it with the, the like, the, the visual intensity of that, the yellow mm -hmm. and black piece. Mm -hmm. And then you move in here, and it's very immersive. Mm -hmm. And then... And then you contrast that experience with your voice, your direct voice of the text on the wall asking this question or putting a question in your mind right. about, um, uh, now I'm going to turn to look yeah. <laughs> without pleasure. Yeah, yeah without yeah. pleasure, all we'd have is a bunch of stuff. So it's, there's this crazy, like yeah, crazy dichotomy of, of all these things. And I wonder if you could to talk about that, that way that you, um, ask the viewer a question in relationship to where they are or the work that's here. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe there's not an answer and that's fine. Yeah, but exactly. I'm, yeah. Well, that's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Is that. The parts of the show, it's, there's, what's that saying? The sum is, the parts are greater than the sum. The that sum sounds is greater good. than yeah. the parts. <laughs> Something like that. Putting together, you know, even all the paintings together. Mm -hmm. And then adding the text. Um, putting the, the fingerprint drawing on that's very soft, like you say, but, it, but it's circular. Yeah. So it ties in, you could say it ties into the um, circular motif that I yeah. use. Um, the yellow piece um, is a big head, so yeah. that ties in. Um, text ties in because uh, I've used text in yeah. my work before, and and I 
and it brings in the word pleasure. How all of those gel together, that's the part that I don't feel I have to answer. Sure. You know, I really, I know that they all visually work as black and white and there's, you know, um, they all come from me. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are things about them, even the process of work, some of the brush strokes are similar to the fingerprint strokes. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I think that that's part of what I believe art does is it sort of juxtaposes things that wouldn't ordinarily just be ordinarily like that in the world. Yeah. And they just, you put them together and it's more like poetic. Yeah. You know, it just like kind of has a meaning in it that will allow people to um, sort of move through it and, and not be sure, but maybe have a thought Mm -hmm. and not feel like I'm telling them what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. You know, I have to, you know, there's a certain amount of hope and faith that right. if it's all coming from, you know, there's things I didn't put in here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I threw everything in and said, I hope it all works. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, is very, very carefully chosen. And actually, even the way you move into the space, like you're saying how you mm-hmm. very intentional. Yeah, it unfolds. It's yeah. like it keeps kind of like giving. Yeah, it's and intentional. Like, and yet there's a spontaneity to it because I didn't know beforehand how I was going to arrange the the racks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a couple of days where they were getting set up and they were, we moved around and then we hadn't done the lights yet. So they were mm-hmm. just sort of standing around. Yeah. And I was getting a feel for them. And then uh, then there was the day, the afternoon, when I was moving them around and then um, a couple of people from the gallery, Judy and Amy and Natasha, other people, mm-hmm. we were all kind of, well, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I was getting like, I'm like confused, you know, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how to put them. And then I got alone that evening, yeah. like everybody sort of left sure. around six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the paintings are very orderly in, in and of themselves. Yeah. And the arrangement we had, we're ending up with was disorderly, mm-hmm. kind of random. And I had, didn't work. Yeah. So that's why I started with like a V almost like there's a painting and then yeah. they, they open up. And then I got back here and just create. So everything is sort of, you know, symmetrical, yeah, which yeah. is central to my That's work. You. Yeah. you know, the whole show, this whole display here in the back yeah. is like that. And then I was alone and I had to decide by myself and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, walked yeah. through here and when I got to here and there was this open space. Yeah. I was like, That's it. That's it. Yeah. It came together. <laughs> Could you could you talk about that a little bit more? Because I, I read that a couple times recently. Um, and it has to do, I think, more with your drawing process, maybe not with the, the painting process here. But that idea of symmetry, abstraction, and carbon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want it to. It is yeah, in this. It, it is. This, okay. It, it's just that this is the next stage of that. Yeah. So... In around 2003, four, I had been away from making my work for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, a, my history was um, started as a realistic painter. Yeah. And then I did all photocopy work, which is almost the opposite of <laughs> realistic yeah, yeah. painting. Yeah. You know, so I'd had that stage and then I did, which is that piece in the front is an example from that mm-hmm. uh, era. Um, and then, uh, you know, life had inserted itself and I had been away from doing my work for several years. 
And on the return, I, I'll throw this in. I did a tarot card reading, oh, nice. which is a central thing to um, uh, my once a year. I do an annual life evaluation. That's really what I call it. Okay. And um, the question, I'll usually pose a question to myself for like something I need to learn, something I need uh -huh. to understand. And uh, the problem I was having was I wasn't making my work, my mm -hmm. artwork. It's just trying to pay the bills. And I uh, listened to the cards. And it was, I got the card that I was focusing on was the lover's card, which is like um, a picture of uh, a figure with the, both the hands out, just like it's symmetrically with both yeah. hands, symmetrical figure. And um, it's about the joining of two parts into a, a relationship. And the relationship was not about finding, you know, a lover, but about the relationship within myself, yeah, my art and my practical life of mm -hmm. having to pay the bills. And I needed to make them equal. Yeah. And that was to get back to my work. So I had to, that was, that was the big step. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I had to listen to it because I was asking my inner self. Yeah, yeah. What to do. Sure. So I had to listen. It wasn't like someone else telling me what to right, do. Right. It was me. Oh, myself said, better get back to work. So, um, okay. So I say to myself, okay, I'm going to make uh -huh. new work. What's the new work going to be? And I, in the process of like trial and error, no, am I going to paint again? Am I going to Xerox? No, no, no. I started making these symmetrical drawings. Okay. Without analyzing it, without planning it, I was making a line on one side of the paper and I would copy it in reverse. Now, copying in reverse is a very mentally attentive activity uh -huh. because it's you're making something you see, but you're reversing it. Yeah. You have to pay a lot of attention to that. And I was working with pencils and they were abstract and I liked them mm -hmm. and I liked making them. So I analyzed what was it about them <laughs> that was engaging me and engaging my eye. And it was the abstraction because that gave me this freedom to, it could be anything, mm -hmm. but this discipline of symmetry, which made this anything into something. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was just black and white. So it was these limitations, this kind of freedom through discipline. Okay. Which is basically a philosophy to live by, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. If you're freedom, you know, you got to make choice. You want your freedom to make a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you make a choice. Yeah, yeah. So you're really looking not to just have anything. You're looking to choose your disciplines. So choosing my own rules uh -huh. is what I found as a, a sort of a way of opening up yeah. all the possibilities yeah, yeah. within those rules. So I chose abstraction for the freedom, uh, symmetry for the discipline. And then little by little, as I began making them, and I knew uh -huh. that I could make things within that process forever, that there would always be more possibilities, more possibilities. Uh -huh. um, and so while I was doing it, um, someone said to me, I, did, I was making the small drawing. Oh, I have to tell you this. Sure. When I started this idea that I'm going to make these drawings, I also said that I was going to work for, give myself three years uh -huh. to see if I could get my work out into the world again. Okay. So it was like, yes, I'm going to make art again. But what if I make it and nothing happens, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I thought that that was another kind of um, parameter I would give myself. Another parameter. 
that I would say, you know, well, look at three years is enough time to make a whole new body of work and try and get it out there without feeling pressured. Mm -hmm. I've got to come up with it overnight. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's so fascinating what you're saying. I love, and also like really inspiring. Like I'm sitting here like very inspired by well, what you be, just told me. You know, me. it's interesting that you should say that because it, someone said to me recently, I don't know how you come up with all these, I, you know, you're making the paintings and how do you come up with ideas? Uh -huh. I said, it's because of the system. Yeah, yeah, the system. <laughs> so the system is in itself inspiring and it sounds inspiring because, you know, you could make yourself any little rules and suddenly yeah, yeah. you would be like, oh, sure. I'm going to make all blue and blue yeah. and yellow. How about yeah, yeah. that? Everybody's making blue and yellow know. now. Right. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm going to make all, um, you know, paintings that are six feet long and one inch high. Yeah. You know, some crazy thing. Right, right. And all of a sudden and you'd be going on happens. forever. Yeah. See what happens. Exactly. So I just, that's what I like about having rules. But my rules were specific to me because they did have this kind of, they were, um, the embodiment of freedom yeah. through discipline. And symmetry is also so central to the universe. Right. So I'm not just picking any old pattern mystical design. Mystical kind know. of presence. It, it is. It, and it's it just everywhere. is. It's yeah. E equals MC squared. Yeah, it's yeah. the equal sign of math. It's the yeah. equal sign of the universe. It's, you know, without that sort of repetition, we wouldn't have music. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't even have space. If I didn't know what every word I'm saying now was right. going to mean the same thing the next time, yeah, yeah. we wouldn't have speech. You know, we wouldn't right, have anything. Right. You have to have this kind of, this means this, and is it consi some yeah. consistency. But and, uh, I, I also really <clears throat> like that you you start this journey through a, a kind of, well, okay, so the journey is very, it's like it has a practicality to it, right? Like, so mm -hmm. giving yourself- right. You come at it like very like um, practical, okay? Well, you know what yeah. you're gonna, you know what you're working on. Yeah, but it starts <laughs> from a very mystical kind of point, like the the tarot, right? Okay, yeah. It kind of starts it's from true. like this kind of like other, and then it, you take that and you're like, well, okay, here we go, bum bum bum, and uh, it's, it's very is. It's, uh, to me that there's a little humor in that, that it has like this kind of like very like, um, you know, kind of interesting start. Like I'm going to ask some yeah, you know, yeah. magic spirit. Yeah. Um, but can I ask you one yeah. thing about the, the yearly self-evaluation? Mm -hmm. Cause I, in addition, I, I love that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I'm thinking, wow, maybe I should do that. <laughs> we all, we all, yeah. we, we all can do it. Yeah. You know, need to do it. Yeah. But is that. Daily is not a bad idea, but yearly is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. More, a year. You yeah. know, fair to the yeah. self. Is, um, is, is that done once a year with the tarot? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Very, I got interested in tarot. Yeah. Oh, sort of because in the old days I was doing the I Ching, you know, I come yeah. from that. Sure. Period of time. You said we were, you had a, a hippie you know, lifestyle. Right. You know, d doing drugs and whatever. And the, the I guess I would say mm -hmm. that some of my um, experiences on LSD, mescaline, uh -huh. were so insightful yeah. that like they really left yeah. an imprint on me. And uh -huh. that is that there are things going on, you mm -hmm. know, that there's, there's a universe out there that you can sometimes be in touch with and the rest of the time you're yeah. just not. And to do that intentionally, to say, oh, I'm going to sit here and be in touch with the universe, um, you know, is a little bit like forced. 
mm-hmm. and not really authentic. Right. And so the tarot um, or I Ching or whatever, these are really just like passageways. Like mm-hmm. I see them as magnets. Yeah. You know, you do them and they give you words or they give you a symbol or they give you a picture mm-hmm. in the cards just to grab onto things so that you're not sitting there forcing yourself yeah. to, you know, believe or think or, you know, answer mm-hmm. questions. Um, it's still you that's responding, you know, yeah. if you do any of these um, types of uh, investigations, you know, it's still you that's, all right, so anyway, in, in this whole research in the past, I went yeah. to the tarot school in New York for a while. Oh, wow, cool. Because I was curious. Yeah, yeah. You know, what are they doing? And what I'm telling you is really what they tell yeah, you. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're going to tell you, oh, it's this mystical thing and you have to put the cards this way or that way. Yeah. No, they say you come to it as a human being. You look at a picture and you respond to that picture and then you look inside and see what your responses were. Uh-huh. And yes, you can say, you know, there are meanings that are linked to those mm-hmm. cards. There's traditions that are that mm-hmm. have meanings to them. Um, but those meanings are just like a word in a sentence. You know, yeah. you have like a string of pictures and they go together in a sentence. It's like, it's you reading into them. Uh-huh. So I've had readings with these professionals, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that's what they'll say. They'll say, okay, pick these cards and then look at these, pick three cards and look at, pick the one that you respond to. Yeah. And then sit with it for 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And ask yourself a question and yeah, see yeah. what you get. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's anyway, like a prompt. So, yeah, it's a prompt. It's, and, and so, you know, I've read cards for people a lot. And, you know, I always uh-huh. say, I'm not fortune telling. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you. No. Yeah, yeah. It's really, if, if you ask somebody, you know, they tell you what their question is, you know, what they're looking, inquiring about internally. Yeah. There's you know, a reason they ask look, the question. Yeah. And then you look at the cards and, you know, anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah. You just have to say that you, you intend that to do that. Right. Here's the person. Here's the question. Here's the card. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And something comes out of it. Right. Um, so anyway, that's, that's why I do it. Because I feel like how else am I, you know, I can go to a therapist, which mm-hmm. I do talk to a therapist. Now <laughs> sure. and then. I'm not going to yeah, say yeah. I don't sure. do that. Yeah. Um, the therapist is really more of a pep, you know, cheerleader <laughs> right. than the cards. Right, right. <laughs> you go to a therapist to cheer you on, you know. The yeah, cards yeah. are there to be your friend and to, um, I think, uh, <laughs> answer, yeah. Yeah, answer yeah. other kinds of questions. I think the cards are, are yes, they're like a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I take it seriously and that's why I only do it, you know, once, once a, a year. year. <laughs> because yeah. if you just get into that habit where you're doing it all the time, you know, you're always doing it and looking for it to tell you what you want sure, it to sure. tell you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just do it once a year alone. Yeah. And um, I lay them out and I, I have a certain way that I do it. And I leave them out for a few days. Oh, interesting. Um, when I do it so uh-huh. that I can, it starts to gel over yeah. a few days. What is the gist of this uh-huh. question, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that I'm, or what I need to, I usually am asking, you know, what do I need to learn and know? You know, what would, what would be a good thing for me to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's important. That's really important. Yeah, you know, I, you're inspiring this was me. A, I want to, yeah. I want to get better too. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the, the, the reason we're talking about it is because it yeah. influenced this entire series of work. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. I went from doing the symmetrical drawings, mm-hmm. um, 
And then someone invited me uh, at Artist Space in New York, a yeah. curator there. Um, I like to say his name because he's been so key in my life, Raimundas Malasowskis. He saw a show of my little drawings. He invited me to do mm-hmm. to be in this show he was doing at Artist Space on a big wall. Yeah. I'm like, ah, my drawings are little. And he gave me a 30-foot wall. So I went um, back to my studio. He said, oh, well, maybe you want to draw on the wall. Oh. So click, you know? Okay. I'm like, hmm. So I started putting charcoal on the ends of sticks, you know, and seeing if I could make <clears throat> a yeah. reach out and make a bigger drawing. And uh, in the process of doing that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, on the one hand, I saw some fingerprints on the wall. Yeah. And on the other hand, I noticed that my, it clicked. Yeah, yeah. I'm making symmetrical drawings from my symmetrical body. Yeah, yeah. If I make them with my fingers. Yeah. I'm really taking the whole thing to the next level, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, in a way, is how this whole the uh, sort of system that I had started yeah. really did. It didn't just make lots of pencil drawings, but mm-hmm. it actually led to doing fingerprint drawings. So I said to him, you know, I think I'm going to do this drawing with fingerprints, charcoal on my fingers. He said, great, go ahead. That uh-huh. was the first one, which then triggered off the next sort of stage of all of yeah. that group. So I still call them symmetrical procedures, but right. then they're the fingering, uh, fingerings is what I call them, fingerprint uh, wall drawings. Um, they went on, you know, and I was still making small drawings, but I, the fingerprint drawings, unbeknownst to me ahead of time, was going to take me all around the world. Yeah, yeah. Because if anybody wanted one, I had to go there and you do it. You had to it. go there. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly I was like, the next mm-hmm. one I did was in Spain, and then I was in... Uh, Vienna and Brussels and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not like bragging. When yeah, I say yeah, that. No, I know. But it like, was such a shock to yeah, me yeah. that I was going to get to you do don't this. Know. Yeah. And it's so great. You know, you go to a place and there's artists, you know, 10 artists there and from all different countries and you're all together and you're all making your work and going yeah, out yeah. and dancing and drinking <laughs> and having a blast in some other country somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, that came from this simple little system Sim- I had started Sims- out. Yeah. And I was fingerprints. So to tie it back to where we are today, these paintings, I think, are still within that uh-huh. wheelhouse. Like, yeah. I'm sticking to black and white because I believe that there's, you know, endless possibilities. Sure. And I, I find it interesting to keep coming up with ways of doing mm-hmm. it. And... um they're not like absolute symmetry, you know, like you'll, there's tilts yeah, and there's- Yeah, your portrait you're you know, sitting in front of, right? yeah. But they hang, they're, they're as symmetrical as your body, you know, your right, heart right. and your lungs yeah. and all that aren't absolutely like yeah. inch by inch and trees aren't, but we think they're symmetrical, mm-hmm. but they have a branch here and there. So I still feel like I'm hanging on to that. Yeah. I want to because I've, that's where I put my, I sort of put my trust in my idea uh-huh. That it could keep producing, and so I want to stick to it, you know, to to validate my own belief in it, you know. Right, right. And it does keep going. Yeah. So they're black, and the fact that they're not as abstract, but they're not realistic either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a mix. Like there's yeah. some, you know, there's like there's a lot of geometry going on. There's a lot of, uh, um, uh. Why can't I think the pattern? Of yeah, the patterning, and you know, there's also representation. You know, yeah, they're they're heads. You know, they're yeah. not total abstract anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I felt 
uneasy about that at first. I you thought, did. Oh no, you yeah. know, I'm making pictures of myself. You know, I'm. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to become like my early earlier work had been very realistic and, yeah. and you know figurative and all that. Can I? I th- yeah, I, I have a quick. I would just have a, a question though because, like, looking at your work and, and looking especially at those the the drawings, um, your ability to your technical ability is so like incredible and like your I'm very, your, I'm very careful yeah yeah <laughs> and your 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 portraiture work and then your early work mm-hmm. and and you came at you came at art and, and did I read this right in terms of being interested in illustration well, I wouldn't call myself interested in it, but yeah, I went yeah. to FIT for, yeah. for in the fashion illustrating department yeah, yeah. because it was a way to go to school in New York City and yeah, yeah. and not go, you know, that's the only school I applied to, believe it or right, not. Right. Yeah. In 1965, my parents didn't have me applying to a lot of schools. Yeah, you know, yeah. She wants to go to New York. Okay, send her to that fashion illustrating <laughs> school. It's a state right. school. It was yeah. two years. So, you know. What you do at FIT in uh-huh. the fashion illustrating department is draw from the live model all day. Uh-huh. Okay. Fashion models, nude models, all yeah. day. Okay. So it really just, you know, immersed me in this kind of drawing from observation, the thing that's the hardest thing to draw, you know, the figure. Were you so, interested in that before though? Like when, when you were really. like, I want to go to so yeah, you said, earlier even as Did you say like I want to go to art school? Or like did, were you just like I wanna I was um, I was inclined to draw in uh-huh. all of the years. I didn't really pursue it. I, my high school, Albany High School, I went oh, to. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did not have like a, a kind of sophisticated art department, you know? Okay. It was nothing. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure. I have no recollection of doing anything artistic <laughs> yeah. in that class. And yet there was an art club and I was the president. That okay. meant zero also, <laughs> right. you know, um, but I was good at drawing because I had, when I was, I mean, my first real crisscross with like drawing was the John Nagy um, sort of instruction books. Okay. And I don't, you might never have heard of them, but at the time it was yeah, sort of like yeah. a popular thing. Um, you know, you start, you draw a circle and a triangle. And then if you do step two, step I can three, step this. four, yeah, yeah. you suddenly yeah. have a fully, th- you yeah, know, volumetric <laughs> pumpkin yeah. and a vase. Yeah. And I could do it. Okay. I did it. Yeah, yeah. Now, not every kid does that, you know, no. but yeah. I guess when I was 10 or something, I would sit and I would do that. And then mm. my family and everybody would look at it and think I was, you know, talented. Brilliant. Yeah. And so I think it's that kind of like, attention to taking steps to understanding Mm -hmm. that you start from a simple and build towards the specifics. All of that is evident in my later portrait paintings, you know, you start out, you know, you, you draw the outlines of things and then, you know, you start to build up the volumes and, um, and the shapes and the shading and, and uh, it's, so in some ways it's like, People have different kinds of personality yeah. things. So it's like I was able to mm-hmm. do that, you know, yeah. to sit and work through the steps. I wasn't frustrated that I wanted the whole thing in the first step. Yeah, yeah. So that, it, I think, just sort of informs my work all the way through. I mean, some of those drawings look l- like they were 
made by like a machine. Right. <laughs> like yeah, there's the, a the symmetrical crazy drawing. power so to them that's like um, the way I'm drawing when I'm doing that. Yeah. And I don't know. I've said this recently, or I tried to say it. Yeah. I am trying to do the best I can. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be perfect. Yeah. I'm just trying to draw the line as best I can within the reason of, you know, my hand. But uh-huh. if you magnified them or if you measure them, they're not perfect, perfect yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So they're idio- idiosyncrasies um, that are natural to a hand and a line are in there. But I'm trying to make them the best I can. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only way I know how to work on them. I'm not an expressionist. Right. You know, I'm not yeah. making this to look like, you know, my feelings and mm-hmm. this jot and that jot. Yeah. Um, I prefer that because I, that sort of like effort to express yourself mm-hmm. when it's intentional, it seems contrived. So I am doing these lines. I'm, I'm still as much expressed in every line I'm making, uh-huh. but I'm not making them about self-expression. Okay. Wait, can you say that one more? Like, not the whole thing, but when you're saying like, <laughs> you, f- you feel as if you were to draw an expressive line that would be contrived. Is that? Well, I think I feel that way about a lot of expressive looking work. I uh-huh. think, well, how? What's, this is expressive. That's expressive. You yeah, know, yeah. they're all expressive. Uh-huh. Um, I like the almost inadvertent expression. Uh-huh. So that you make, you know, you walk, if I was to just walk across the room mm-hmm. without any effort to be expressive, I would still be totally expressing something about me as a human being. Sure. I have yeah. some gate to myself. Uh-huh. That's the kind of expression I'm interested in. Okay. Huh. And so, you know, that to me is just, it'll still come across. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so that's why I, you know, work the way I do. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel like. You know, I'm just going to make, I'm going to follow these, this pattern. It's like, um, that's why I've spoken about self-organizing systems. Yeah. Because they, they self-express. Mm-hmm. You start a line or you start a pattern and then it leads to the next stage and the next stage. And from those stages, when you step back, some other pattern has appeared. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Without having started out with that intention. Right, yeah. And so it's very much the way the internet operates Mm -hmm. and um, cities. Right. And I, from what I've heard, the brain (laughs) works that way. I'm certainly no uh, scientist, but, you know, I've read about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So that's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm setting in motion, um, you know, something to happen and then I'll watch it as it goes along, which I think artists often do, you know, yeah, they yeah. start something and sort of. Right. Well, it's even see like where it's going to go. Like just like everything you've set, like you set these three rules together and see what happens. You know, right. I tell my students like, you know, I teach art uh, mostly in the computer, but, you know, I'll, I'll say very often, like, just get it going. Yes. Just get you it. You just have to get it going. Don't sit there. Yeah. Just keep get try it going. <laughs> yeah, get something going, and that's going to lead to all the different possibilities. People right. want to make a decision: should I do this? Or should I should do that. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just do one of them. Yeah, yeah. That's the one yeah. that's going to lead to like ideas. Yeah. Let it. It opens the door for more. And things. then you know, all of a sudden, like you're creating problems and you're solving them. Yeah. Just the other day, we were. I was with something. Someone. 
maybe we were working, getting something done in here. I was like, yeah, half of art making is problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like I was doing this drawing up on the wall and there were people came in to watch. And uh-huh. uh, and so how do you feel about that? Like, is that because I was curious about that and that the wall drawing, the performative a- aspect of it. Right. I mean, is that some is that part of it or, you know, or can I never be? think it's performative. I think I'm making it and you're watching me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not doing it to music. <clears throat> yeah, right. There's no right. choreography. <laughs> yeah, that would be You know, it. I don't know what it really is going to look like exactly. So uh-huh. it's not, you know, it's, it's a word that gets thrown around, but, you sure. know. It, I just not, threw it around. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I, I, I've used it, it's that word for it, but it's not, the, I don't want that to be where my head is at that I'm performing. Um, I think I prefer to... Um, <coughs> To be working when nobody's watching because mm-hmm. there's going to be that sort of change in the mm-hmm. way that I'm thinking and feeling. It's not as, it's hard to sit, stand and look at something and think right. while there's people watching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you're always supposed to be busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have done it and I've had, I've found that if, you know, the audience, when I have done it, that for some reason, I'm not sure exactly why, but they're enjoying watching it. Mm. And, um. So uh, I I figure there must be something to that. Like, why not share it sometimes, you know, but it's not like I want to do it as a performance. But when I did this the other day, um, this, these uh, concentric bands, Mm -hmm. there's like, I have four bands and I got to the fourth one and, you know, I've said this, sometimes I like them when there's just like three or four little marks on the wall before I get everything, you know, there's something about just a few fingerprints and, and you step back, but I would never have had the nerve to go to some site and just make two or three. (laughs) Don't you love it? You know, it's so interesting. There you go. Um, So I always keep going and going, you know, it's like a, Richard Tuttle putting a little yes, string on exactly. the wall. And like, you know, he's got go. the nerve to do that. Yeah, yeah. So this one actually is almost in that direction because it's just a circle. And I said, you know, I don't know how interesting it's going to be to watch because all of the marks are the same too. Yeah. Um, is it like, do you think it's like a little bit like, like peering behind like the, the curtain? Like they kind of yeah, see people. Maybe it's like a, you know, oh, that's how it's done. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I've done it where people come with their kids and sit, you uh-huh. know, for an hour or two or whatever. People come in with walkers. I mean, I've got yeah. photographs of where I look at the audience that we're watching. It was like all these people just staring at. Um, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I was going around. I didn't. I didn't know if maybe I shouldn't go all the way around on the yeah. fourth concentric area yeah, yeah. so i was asking the audience you know oh good so yeah i was like okay and we took a vote so there were like five people that thought i should go and complete the whole thing as yeah. it was intended you know okay. and some people thought i should stop some people thought i should do two more and then yeah, stop yeah. so i took a consensus you know of what everybody wanted that's everything. great it was fun yeah yeah the, the moment like, came where i had to decide yeah yeah because i still have to decide right. you know i wasn't going really by a vote yeah, absolutely yeah. And at some point I decided I was done. Everybody clapped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were all happy. But I think they all felt like they'd had something to do with that decision, you know. Like, and so it doesn't, you know, it fades off and doesn't yeah, yeah. complete itself. So it was, Absolutely. you know, yeah. sort of a little bit of, for me, of that 
chance to like, I'm not going to finish this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave it a little undone. Okay. I would, you would never know. You would know. No, it's beautiful. Uh, does the, like the, I mean, it gets painted over and then yes. that's it. And it, how does that, does that figure in at all? I mean. It's it, a funny thing that the first one I did, it never entered my mind. Okay. I was so excited about that I was invited to do the wall at artist space. Yeah. You know, it's like the first one and it was big and um, it just, you know, it was sort of like the linchpin of the show too visually because a lot yeah. of the work was very small and these discreet little objects here and there. And then there was this big fingerprint wall. And it wasn't until afterwards that people started asking me, you know, about the fact that they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. This yeah. is the truth though. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, well, let me see about that. So I thought, well, okay, it's just part of them. That yeah. it's part of life, you know, sure. that you come in and you live your life and then you're over, you know, it's done. And I thought like, I'll just let that be yeah. the way they are. They're just, you know, it's part of, they're organic. They're made by my body with my fingers, you know, yeah, like yeah. cave paintings kind of thing. Um, and so um, I've also said it's the uh, be here now mantra from my generation. Like okay. that, that was like the book we were reading, be yeah, here yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, That's at my house, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know. But those are afterthoughts, to be honest. Sure. But that's the way I always look at my work. Yeah. After yeah. I do not analyze them, you know, in the pre-making moment. them yeah, or yeah. while I'm making uh-huh. them. I think that'd be too hard. Yeah. You know, person like you can't like tear it yeah. apart while it's like no, you not don't even know started. what it's like. Yeah. The whole you see what happens. Anything. Yeah. See what happens. You're not going to know what happens till you finish <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you look at it and yeah, things occur to you. Um, I mean, the whole symmetry thing w- was a simple idea maybe in the beginning of that it's very ubiquitous sort of form in the universe. And it's, but it's grown and grown and grown because mm-hmm. now I've lived with it for a while. And yeah. I, I came upon this um, physicist <clears throat> experiments, um, Ernst Kolodny. And some people have seen this. They're, they're metal plates. Mm-hmm. And he um, he did this is like the 17th century or something. Okay, uh, he took a metal plate and put sand on it, and then ran a, a a musical like a violin bow along the edge, and the sand particles vibrate into symmetrical patterns. Oh, okay, so yeah. At, if you at first when you see this, you think, well, so it becomes a pattern, you know? Yeah, yeah. But actually. It becomes symmetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do vibrations? Yeah, yeah. Why don't they just jump all over the place? Right. Why do they? Qual- and it, you know, it makes you think. Like, if the universe is vibrating the way some theories say it is, string mm-hmm. theory and stuff says that everything is vibrating, vibrating, mm-hmm. and everything is symmetrical. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like the vibrating universe has made us all into these symmetrical formations. Yeah. Throughout. The universe, mm-hmm. the whole cosmos. So, you know, I've got to feel like, yeah, buying into symmetry is no small matter here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the whole center of the entire yeah, yeah. Um, being of, you know. Yeah. So anyway, that's how yeah. afterthoughts come, afterthoughts. you know. And yeah, so yeah. I'm, yes, well, That's I'm a reassuring afterthought. Yeah. You're like, I'm right. <laughs> God damn it. Gee, I picked the right, I sure picked the right design this time. Listen to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I think the paintings fit into my, you know, that's why I think yeah. that they still carry on. I'm still there. 
sticking with the the yeah the same format. Sure. Um, we I was saying why they, that they when they became heads that yeah. I got uncomfortable about it. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking that that's the reason I kept doing them because I was a little oh, you're uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And um, well, that's fun too. And though. I've yeah, I've I've heard and read over the years various art people mm. say, you know, go where you're not, you know, right, go right. into the areas you're not comfortable in. Yeah. Something makes you nervous, you're a little embarrassed about it or whatever. Maybe that's a good place sure, to go. Sure. So I used that and I said, okay, these are going to be heads. So then <laughs> I went for it, you know, because the first one was this one with no eyes, you know, yeah, it was just yeah. around. I keep looking then, at that one. Yeah. yeah. The next one was uh, on the other side of it was the two eyes going around and around and around and around. Yeah, yeah. And then I had the tears. Mm-hmm. And then once I put the tears in, then I was really new. I was making heads and emotional. Right, right, right. So they're really not abstract anymore. Yeah. Now I'm putting tears in, you know. And they're really very like, uncomfortable. They're yeah. very expressive. Yeah. Wow. In my sort of expressive, I think they're very expressive paintings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that made me uncomfortable. And right now I'd have to say, I love that part of them. Uh-huh. I feel really... That this time in life, in the world, in my life, mm-hmm. pandemic-wise, you know, war-wise, police brutality-wise, voter rights-wise, women-wise, right? I feel very strong emotions. Yeah, so yeah. I'm making paintings that are at least in my, for me, mm-hmm. they're very clearly, you know, they're not vague. Yeah. They're not vague. They don't seem expressive. vague at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not telling you what they say, but, you know, they're clearly uh-huh. like, I feel that they're strongly expressive for, yeah. for where I have, what I've been doing before. Yeah. And um, expressive of what is up to each person. Up to the viewer. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Judith, really, uh, it's been so fun to talk to you. It's fun to talk to you. I love yeah. uh, every moment of this. And the show is beautiful. And uh, have fun tonight. Thank um, you. And you certainly have I'm, earned it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, you know, the whole sort of like, you know, people actually sharing with me. I've been, you know, as you post on social media, I've been very sort of kind of discreet about them. You know, I'll put a little corner, or a little section, you know, all these little hints because I just didn't want to make these big paintings and the first time people see them, they're two inches big, right. you yeah, know, yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> After <laughs> yeah. all that work, you yeah, know? Yeah. So now they'll get like that. Yeah, yeah. They'll be out there. They but, get the real um, thing. But I've been waiting, you know, to just sort of put them up and let people come in. And... Cool. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank and you. I think you've said it all. And... Well, thank you. I thank you for being open to my conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.